Welcome to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. And we are the Locksecutioners. We're going to be eating lightning and talking thunder and power bombing you right in the ear holes today. Well, as you can see, it's just me in the studio today. So Ross and I, uh, we decided earlier in the day, we like, you know what? We have to start getting in the studio. Uh, even on days when we don't have a guest or anything like that, we, every Friday. Every Friday we're getting in the studio, and either we make a video or we do a full-length podcast or we just get in and do some work on the studio. So we schedule it. Hey, let's do, first he says 2 o'clock. I say, okay. And then I say, you know what? I need to make it 2.30. And then he says, okay. And then a little bit later, he says, uh, have to do three o'clock. So about 2.15 or so, he says, I can't do it at all. So I was already in here uh, setting things up. So you know what? I'm just going to jump on the mic myself. As I think most of our listeners will agree, they like hearing me. Uh, it's it's me they get on here to hear anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so what we were gonna, what we were talking about, we were we were texting each other back and forth, and this is kind of funny today about getting in the studio every Friday, and we said, you know, let's just talk about consistency because I had some people tell us uh, last week, like, man, you guys, is, you guys' uh, podcasts are just different, like different in a better way, and um, I think it's because we're being con- more consistent. It makes us flow better. Uh, when you get on these mics and you put the headphones on, you have a guest, it's, it, it's, it's a lot different than just having a normal conversation when you don't have listeners and you're trying to uh, make their listening experience better. Uh, so we had been very consistent over the last few weeks, and then we had missed last week because of Thanksgiving, and then we are going to miss this week. And like, you know what? Just get in here. And we decided that this morning. But here we are. It's just me. So uh, I'm just going to get on here and kind of talk about what we said we were going to talk about, and that was consistency. Now, we didn't have any other things we were going to say about consistency. Uh, we just thought we'd get on here and ramble like we always do. But I started thinking about it, and really consistency plus discipline is really the two ingredients you need to be most successful in just about anything you do. Um, Like as far as people always ask me, you know, what's the best workout routine to do? What should I do? What should I do? And it's the one that you will stick to. Um, I know I should say, you know, mix in some interval slash circuit training with some heavy weightlifting, which is what we do uh, at Pride Fitness. But if that's not something that you'll be consistent on, say yours is, is running and doing, I don't know, kickboxing or it's or something like that. It's whatever will help you be the most consistent. You know, they none of them work unless you work at doing them. Um, same way with diets. Hey, what's the best diet? What's the, should I eat clean? Should I eat keto? Should I should I uh, should I do you know uh, high fat, low carb? Or what's the best way to do it? Um, and I always tell them, the one that you will stick to. Um, there's no magic pill for really for anything you do except discipline mixed with consistency. Now, discipline, uh, I think we've talked about here before, discipline is doing what you say you're going to do, even if you don't want to do it. And then consistency uh, is just doing, is practicing that discipline over and over again. They totally go hand in hand. Um, and, and if you don't, if you're not consistent with the best, 
diet in the world, if you're not consistent with the best business plan in the world, if you're not consistent with the best exercise plan, I mean, you can substitute any word you want. It's not going to work. And I think that's where a lot of people mess up is, you know, they get this grand plan and they're going to do this and do that, you know, and then, you know, like I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the keto diet. Well, then they eat for, you know, two or three days, they do keto, and then next thing you know, they they binge on some carbohydrates, some processed food, and they try, then they get back on the keto, and then they get off and on and off and on, uh, totally n- inconsistent, and that does not work. Same way, they want to work out, they want to work out and, you know, get fit, and, you know, they come and they're, they're, they're busting balls for a week or two, you know, really being consistent, and then they fall off for a week. And then they come back for a week or two, and then they fall off for a week. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're trying to do to better yourself. If you're not consistent, then it's not going. It's not going to work. So <laughs> that's what Ross and I were going to get on here and talk about today. <laughs> but uh, that kind of fell through. Um, but but that's all right. Um, and the reason I kept bringing up keto is um, I started doing. A, I'm doing a low carb diet. I don't know. I'm gonna try it for the next few weeks. Low carb slash keto, I guess. I hate to use the word keto just because it seems like the the fad word to use. But I'm just going to be doing very, very, very low uh, carbs. Basically just uh, meats, eggs, and vegetables. Um, and so, you know, it's that consistency thing that's going to uh, make sure either makes make me win or make me lose. And uh, I'll tell you what, the craving's been pretty bad this week. Uh, I thought I would just breeze right through it. I've done some, you know, different diets in the past. I've did like, I was did vegan diet for ten weeks. Ross and I did uh, did the carnivore diet where you just eat meat for um, I don't know. I think we did a couple weeks, something like that. But man, the cravings this week. And so that's not like I eat a lot of uh, bad carbs, but just craving like. I eat a lot of apples and oranges and watermelon and, and berries and not being able to do that or baked potato or rice or anything really got to me, you know, and one good thing about like what I do with my job, it's not, it's not the only good thing, but uh, a good thing is, is I try to give other people advice on, you know, kicking bad habits or starting healthy habits. And I had a lady who, uh, uh, actually today is actually her birthday, 50 years old, uh, Cindy Billings, and she's been trying. She had been trying to quit smoking for a very long time. She's been she's very consistent hitting her workouts. She's lost a lot of weight, worked on her diet, and one thing she just hasn't been able to kick is smoking. And I've kind of you know I haven't been in my job. One of the things you, you try to push people and you try to help people, but if you go a little too far, uh, they become resentful. Um, Justin Brown. Um, <laughs> so you just kind of have to get them to the edge but not over the edge and and it, it really takes a, a lot of experience to learn how to do that and also it takes being able to say the right things knowing what motivates certain people you know some people need that swift kick in the ass and other people need more positivity uh, so you know I, I've kind of throughout you know Cindy's health journey I've kind of like tried to help her a little bit with the with the smoking thing but not getting too crazy with it and then I don't know how long it's been now, a month, couple months, something like that. It probably seems 10 years for Cindy. I, I just kind of reached out to her with a text. I'm not even sure what prompted it at this point uh, about smoking. And I she has grandkids. I don't know, 50 years old with grandkids. Uh, uh, so I, 
I, I just kind of, she had just had, I think she just had a new grandkid, something like that. And I brought up the smoking thing and I was like, you know what? Don't do it for you. Let's do it for them. Kick the habit for you, for them. Don't be the, the smoking grandma. You know, you want to be a good example for, for your kids and your, and your grandkids. Let's kick that habit. And I sent her that text and then, uh, you know what, I think, and believe me, I, I, I'm not giving myself the credit for it, but Cindy has kicked it, and it's been like several months now, and, you know, she had smoked a very long time. So now when I when I had those cravings this week, I uh, thought back about her, and like her cravings for a cigarette have to, have to be way worse than mine is for an ice cream sandwich. A little bit worse, but not a lot, because I like those ice cream sandwiches. Uh, but I just kind of think about her and like what she was going through trying to quit and, you know, me thinking to myself, why can't she just quit? Why can't she just quit? So that's kind of helped me with uh, where I'm at this week and uh, the next few weeks. Of, you know, you can kind of look at what you just use other people to inspire you, even if they think you're their inspiration to them. I'm not sure if that made any sense, but I know what I was what I was trying to say. Um, but anyway, kudos to Cindy, and we'll see how my little super low, no-carb uh, journey goes. I'm trying to make it to about Christmas or when I leave for Mexico. Um, also, I, when I knew we were going to do a podcast today, I uh, messaged uh, my buddy Bob, who actually who just turned 50 yesterday. Wow, so many birthdays. Uh, turned 50 yesterday. And I said, hey, if you got any questions, he's the one who always sends in, the que- you know, sends in questions to guests. Uh, what were your questions? And I don't have them in front of me. But one he asked uh, for me and Ross, uh, I think, what was our, what's our book would we recommend that's been published in the last six months? And uh, I didn't have a great answer for that. Uh, I'm a big reader, and I know the hashtag dad joke out there going, I didn't know you could read. Uh, but I'm a big reader. I don't have a TV, so I do a, I do a lot of reading. But I don't read a lot of nonfiction. I don't read a lot of the, uh, you know, those self-help, self-betterment uh, books, uh, motivational books, things like that. I mean, I read, I'll hear about a good one, and I'll, I will read it. But I mostly read uh, fiction books um, just because I like to use my reading as sort of like a lot of people use TV just to kind of escape reality, you know, and you, you know, when you, when you, when you read, it's kind of like traveling and time traveling and, and things like that. So, um, I, I didn't really have a book that he was looking for to, to give. Um, if you're looking for like a self-improvement book, some of the best ones I've had over the years, and I know me and Ross have talked about one, it's how to win friends and influence people. Uh, it seems like a super simple book, and the, and the title's kind of goofy, but, man, it's a great one on just how to treat people uh, and be uh, uh, better in, in your craft and better in your field uh, just by treating people well and listening. Um, another one I like is Atomic Habits. I've recommended that a few times. Um, it's just helping you establish a good uh, routine, you know what I'm saying, like a, a morning routine and just a to-do list routine and things like that. Um, another one I give a lot as a gift is called Tribe of Mentors. Now, that's a Tim Ferriss book. And I don't know if you know Tim Ferriss. He's an author, obviously. He wrote the book. Um, motivator, just kind of self-help guru. And he wrote a book, uh, that book. And what he did is he sent out a, he sent that he had a bunch of questions. I don't know, 
I'm going to say 25 questions, 50 questions. I don't, I'm making that up. Send them out to all the best people, the, the, the biggest experts, the biggest, most successful people in their field. You know, like, uh, I, I don't know, like Dan Gable, the wrestling coach for uh, Iowa, or like the, the founder of Google, and just uh, probably like Michael Phelps, and just different people like that. And send them this list of questions and just ask them to fill out as many or as few as they wanted to and send back to them. So basically, each chapter in this book, and, and, and it's a thick book, a lot of, a lot of people sent, uh, sent the answers back, and, and each chapter is just about a different person. Like I said, somebody super successful in their field. And, you know, some they were they're very useful questions. Uh, one, asking people what their favorite book is. Um, one, if you could have a billboard uh, that millions of people would see all the time with a quote on it, what would it say? Um, another one was, what's a, 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 su a super useful gadget that you've bought that cost under $100 in the last, I think it's like the last year? Um, what's something you do every day or almost every day that you would recommend to people? And you know what? Stopping there for a second. One of the things that they almost 95% of these experts, the, the, the top people in their, their fields and profession and their craft, uh, was meditation, which, or go for a walk slash hike I, I i've tried to meditate a little bit uh, i would like to find somebody who's good at it and kind of uh help me with that journey but that was one of the things they talked about and in this book tribe of mentors in the back of it it has uh it has like a an area that you can keep notes so if someone has like you know one if they you find a great quote that one of the uh people people have you can write it down uh if it says something about their favorite book you can write it down in the back um, just so it's very handy like that is kind of an index. And, and if you don't want to, you know, say you want to, uh, maybe you don't want to read every single person. You're like, you have no interest in, in someone in the book. There's actually at the back, there's a little index that says, uh, you know, go to, you know, chapter four will be about, you know, Michael Jordan or whoever it was that answered the question. So it's an easy reference point just to go. And it's not really a book you sit down and just read cover to cover, but just one you sit down and periodically just read one chapter about a certain person and their habits. Um, now, my favorite book of all time, no one asked me, but I'm going to say it anyway because, you know what, this is my show and Ross isn't here. My favorite book of all time is Lonesome Dove. Now, I love that. And it's also my grandmother's uh, favorite book, too. And while we're talking about grandmothers, I will, I will tell you her quote that she said to me one time. Because I used to, if I picked up a book, if I didn't like it, I finished the book. I didn't care what it was. If I started it, I was going to finish. My parents always, you know, preached to me, like, if you start something, you got to finish it. Well, and my grandmother said to me one time uh, when I when I talked about finishing a, a really bad book, she goes, I'm too old to read bad books. So from that day on, you know, I thought, you know what, she's right. And so if I start a book that I don't like, I don't, I just give, I move on. Life's like she said, too old to read bad books. But Lonesome Dove, uh, I feel like the title kind of gives it a, a bad rap. I feel like when females hear Lonesome Dove, they think, oh, some cheesy uh some cheesy Western. And I feel like when guys hear the title, it almost sounds like some sort of a Harlequin romance. Don't pull my uh, man card for knowing what Harlequin romance novels are. Uh, but it's just kind of a, 
it's a little mixture of both, to be honest with you, but it's it's epically written. Uh, it's kind of about the westward movement, um, some old rangers, Texas rangers back in, you know, the 1800s who kind of passed their prime and had this giant legendary reputation. And, you know, there's it, it, it makes you laugh. My favorite character of any book that I've ever read is in this book, and it's Captain Augustus McRae. If you've ever seen the, the miniseries, uh, Robert Duvall plays him to a freaking T. It's amazing. Uh, fun fact, I used to have a cat named Captain Augustus McRae. R.I.P. Cat was psychotic. Uh, but it's just a great book. Now, it, it will take you... Uh, it's, it's about this... It's huge. That's what she said. But great book. I recommend it to anyone. I, I, anytime I go to a, a used bookstore, I always buy a copy or two and then give it to someone, I'm, which most people don't generally end up reading it. But I do it anyway. It's the thought that counts. Um, I'm not a big autograph guy. Um, I don't really like care about having someone who's supposed to be a celebrity sign something for me. I, I think we're all equals. But I do have a autographed book by Larry McMurtry who wrote Lonesome Dove. Lonesome Dove did win the Pulitzer Prize uh, in the 70s. So um, that's my favorite book. I, like I said, I don't read a lot of, of nonfiction improvement, betterment books, motivational books. Uh, I'll get on them sometimes. I'll, I'll listen to them sometimes, uh, but not a ton. Um, the book I'm currently reading now is, and I, what I'll try to do is I'll try to read a uh, fiction book, and I, that'll be my daily reader all the time, and then I'll have a, a nonfiction that I'll kind of read on the side. Um, depends on how good it is if I, if I keep reading it. But I'm currently reading a book called Shogun, um, and it, it kind of reminds me, it's set back in the samurai times back in, uh, back in Asia. Um, and it's, it reminds, it's about as thick as Lonesome Dove. And it's also kind of this epic tale that, you know, spans over so many years and just it, from, from the beginning, from the, the beginning to the ending, it's just like almost different worlds and different, different places. Um, and I just finished the book Four agreement, the four agreements. Is that what it is? Agreements, four agreements, something like that, which came highly recommended. Uh, and I was so excited to read this book. It's 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 a short book. Um, and I didn't like it. I actually hated it. And I'm sorry, Julie Brooks. I know you listen to the show and you're one that recommended it to me. And and I hated it. I did finish it. Grandma, grandma, I did finish it. Uh, I just I I don't know. It's just I might go back and revisit it uh, and. and check it out but it, it just it didn't do it for me it was it was almost like some hippies wrote it and they just <laughs> i don't know uh but maybe i'll go back maybe i'll go back and try it again um i'm getting ready to the the non-fiction i'm getting ready to start is uh, name of it i don't know why i'm looking over here it's not written down uh as a man thinketh i think that's the name of it um so i'm kind of excited to start that so um what else we got going on the podcast coming up on the sh recent uh, here uh, coming up? We're going to have Willard Wallace. Uh, and if you're local to the area, you probably know him as a former principal, former teacher, former coach, just one of the nicest. He's, he's in his mid to upper eighties at this point, but I mean, he's just a, I, I posted a video uh, on social media. This has been a year, a couple of years ago. And I, I don't know if you could say it went viral. It probably 5,000 people watched it or whatever. And it was me. I was rolling down the street at this parking lot, and I see 
I still refer him to him as Mr. Wallace, and he tells me not to every single. This has probably happened 8,322 times that I've seen him say, hey, Mr. Wallace. And he says, oh, it's Willard. Please call me Willard. And we, every time we go through this little uh, spiel, but I will always call him Mr. Wallace because I have that much respect for the guy. But anyway, so I was driving, and I look over, and I'm, I see somebody picking up trash, you know, along the street. Now, I'm used to my friends and... <laughs> The likes. We're, if we're picking up trash, we're in some sort of trouble <laughs> doing some community service hours. Just kidding. Uh, but I, I, I was like Mr. Wallace. So I, I circle back around. I get out the video camera because I know he'll have something uh, worthwhile to say. And, and sure enough, it's Mr. Wallace. He's not doing any type of community service, although I ask him. Uh, he's just trying to make the world a better looking place. And he does that once or twice a week. He just goes out. Uh, around the Bethalto area, um, in, in these public areas around like the Schnooks grocery store and the gas station stuff, and just out in like the the medians or the little grassy areas, he just picks up trash. And I, I guess the the Madison County has a program where you can go to the the I don't know the Ma Madison County office or wherever the hell, and you can pick up and they will give you these little these little long grabbers, you know, like the with the the little grabbers on the end, you push a button here and you can grab. They'll give you these little grabber things, lack of a better word, uh, like a neon vest and some trash bags. And so <laughs> Mr. Wallace, every time I see him, he brings me these these things and I have like two or three two or three sets of them. But uh, he's just a great guy. And he, he, he goes like to the nursing homes and he does like, brings them meals. And like, I'm always, I always say to him, I give him a lot of crap. I'm like, shouldn't people be bringing you meals at your age? And he just helps out at local nursing homes. Uh, he was telling me the other day that he's, he's been getting the museum, the Bethalto, or I think it's the Bethalto museum ready for, uh, I think like the big Christmas walk or something. He's been cleaning it. I'm like, and I, I jokingly say to him, shouldn't you be in the, uh, <laughs> in the Bethalto museum at your age? And he just kind of laughs and, and, <laughs> and shrugs it off, but he, he's a good sport. So yeah, he uh, he agreed to come on the podcast. I'm not sure if he knows what a podcast is. Uh, all he wanted was a Pride Fitness decal. <laughs> yeah, he had demand. He had, did have a demand. Uh, so because one time when he bought a new car and I saw it in a parking lot uh, somewhere, I just stuck the decal on, and uh, he's like, "Hey, what?" It, it, anyway, long story short. I didn't charge him for it. So he said he got a new car. So uh, he said he wanted a new sticker. Um, but yeah, he's going to come on. He goes, I'm, I'm only going to come on if I can talk about uh, Bethalto, the history of Bethalto education. And I'm like, uh, well, well, we'll see. We'll just see where the conversation takes us. But <laughs> so we're excited about that. That is next Friday. Uh, if you know Mr. Wallace uh, and getting him to uh, stay on a subject and stay on track because he just... He just branches off everywhere. So we're, we'll, we'll try to keep his podcast under six hours. But um, somebody asked me <laughs> a random question that I said, what do you do with nut? Where's knuckles whenever you're doing a podcast? Um, you know, because you always have him with you. What He's always just sitting. Come here. Knuckles. He's always literally just sitting down, staring at me. Come here, knuckles. Come on. Up. Come on. Up. So. He is literally just just sits there and looks up at me like, uh, when are we going? When am I getting a treat? When am I going to get on camera? I don't know what he's thinking, but uh, yeah. So Knuckles is always <laughs> always here. Maybe he's he's our producer, I guess. 
So anyway, we still haven't got the uh, we still haven't got the permanent cameras in here in our studio yet, but uh, we're working on it. We got a couple guys coming in to help us out. Zach Thayer, thank you, Zach. Uh, Jake Westman, uh, both from Cornerstone Church, uh, are going to come out and kind of help us with the cameras. You can see one of them just sort of sitting back here. That's hard to do. Um, but anyway, so uh, the show must go on. Sorry, Ross, you weren't a part of this. Probably our highest rated show ever. Uh, probably going to get up to like 11, 12 viewers, listeners for this one. So anyway, we super appreciate you uh, listening and tuning in. And so anyway, have a great weekend, great week, whatever, whenever this comes out. So anyway, this has been the Eat, Slay, Live podcast, and we are the Locksecutioners. Slay on, Ross, wherever you are. <laughs>